Hello everybody. In this section we want to talk about the halachos that regards to toiletries, medications, cosmetics, different products that may contain chametz and over Pesach, which ones are an issue, which ones are not, and to maybe explain a little bit of the background behind all the lists that are coming out. So, the first thing you need to know is that there is a Gemara in Pesachim on Chafal Amud Beis, and the Gemara says as follows, the Mishnah tells us that chametz, once the time of prohibition of having chametz kicks in around 11.30 this week, this year. So what happens is, is that there's not only a prohibition on eating chametz, a prohibition of having chametz, and a prohibition of deriving benefit from chametz. So even if you're not necessarily eating a chametz, but if you're rubbing it on your skin, whatever it may be, it will be a problem deriving benefit. However, the Gemara says, if the chametz was burnt for example, or somehow destroyed in another way to the point where it cannot be eaten even by a dog, it's not considered food anymore, it's not considered chametz, and as long as that happened before the time of prohibition of chametz took place, then the person could derive benefit from such chametz on Pesach. If the person only destroyed it after the prohibition on having chametz kicked in, say after 11.30 this year on Arab Pesach, then already once something became prohibited because of chametz, it's prohibited for forever. There's no way to make it to make it permitted. However, since if a person burnt it before that time took place, then once the prohibition of chametz takes place, it doesn't affect that item because it's not considered food. Okay, so now that we know that an item which is past the point of consumption for even a dog is not considered chametz and therefore is not prohibited to use on Pesach or have on Pesach, so then let's try to understand when it comes to products, which items are a problem, which items are not. So most of our toiletries are not really fit for consumption for even for a dog to eat. You can try maybe, but you have to like the dog uh, to try it out on him, but most dogs will not eat regular toiletries. That's why you look in the CRC letter they sent out. They say all varieties of blush, body soap, conditioners, creams, eyeshadow, eyeliner, foundations, ink, lotions, mascara, nail polish, ointments, paint, shampoo, stick deodorant. They're all permitted for use on Pesach because even if there is chametz in there, no dog's going to eat it and it's not considered chametz and it's not a problem. Okay? So now where does the issue arise? So the issue arises when you come with things like cologne, liquid deodorants, hairsprays, perfumes, mousse, shaving lotion, sunscreens, and things that can contain alcohol. Okay, now, there's a true Ramesha which discusses this idea that although alcohol found in products has already been denatured, which means that they add something to it to make it that a person would not want to eat or a dog would not want to eat it. However, since it can be distilled and taken back to being usable again, which people have done with, you know, varying scales of success, but it could be perfected and be taken back to made edible. And therefore, since people do do it and something that people kind of view as an option, therefore, we can still consider those things or we should still consider those things as edible and the chametz inside them could pose an issue, okay? Now, that being said, you have to know what kind of alcohol is in your products. There's ethanol or different grain-based alcohols, which are an issue. Isopropyl alcohol and alcohols, which are by definition poisonous, are not made from grain, 
They're not chametz in their essence. Now, even if you do have ethanol, it depends really on which kind of ethanol it is. In America, most items manufactured in America are made from corn-based ethanol, and therefore, there's no problem having them on Pesach, because again, it's not chametz, it's kidneys, and to that level, we're not concerned for kidneys once it's been distilled into alcohol and mixed in with other stuff, and denatured, we're not concerned to have kidneys to own it or to derive benefit from kidneys is not a problem. Now, um, European colognes or perfumes which contain grain-based alcohol will be an issue because usually they are made from from one of the five grains, from, from um, things which are actually chametz, and that's where you have an issue, and that's where you want to check your lists. And if you don't know, if it's not on a list, then if it's a European-based product which contains ethanol or different kinds of grain-based alcohols, a person should sell it and not use it on Pesach. Okay? That is when it comes to products. Now, lipsticks, mouthwash, toothpaste, if they contain chametz, since they go into a person's mouth, they can get into a person's food, We the minig is to be stringent, and we don't use such things on Pesach, even if they're not technically edible, and therefore a person should look at the lists. There's a lot of good options out there for Pesach, kosher Pesach, toothpaste and mouthwash, very, very straightforward, but that's what the issue is in regards to those, even though they're not technically edible. Okay, that's in regards to products and toiletries and cosmetics. Now, when it comes to medications, so first of all, very important, if a person is taking a medicine for anything severe or chronic, obviously do not ever stop taking it without speaking to your doctor first, and then, you know, get in the facts, and then come to a rough, and we'll try to figure something out, but obviously, if it's something serious, something, like a real condition, a person should definitely not stop using his medications under any circumstances, okay? Now, with that disclaimer, when it comes to medications, what could be the issue? We already said that if something is inedible to a dog, then it's not a problem of chametz. That being said, there's an interesting rush, which is brought in Shulchan Aruch that the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that although the Gemara tells us if you burn an item to the point where it can no longer be edible, but if a person does choose to consume such an item, let's say a guy burns a piece of bread to the point where it's no longer edible, and then he decides to eat it anyways. So the Rosh says, although he won't be liable on a Daraisa level for eating chametz, however, since he was what's called in Hebrew, achshave, since he gave this thing in his actions, he treated it as food, there's a rabbinic prohibition upon eating it on Pesach because he's showing that to him, he still values this burnt piece of bread as bread, and it's a prohibition to eat it on Pesach, okay? Now, the question comes up when I have a pill or a tablet, which the active ingredients, even the inactive ingredients, everything there has been put through a furnace. It's been turned into a powder, which is not technically edible. No one can eat it, neither a dog or a person. The person just ingests it to get the benefits of the ingredients in there. Is that an issue of the rush's concept of actually? So the truth is like this. Before you get the tablets and capsules, back in the old days when they would just burn up medications and make powders and mixes, there's a machlekes between the Shagas Arya and the Ksav Sefer on this concept. The Shagas Arya held that it is under the problem of the rush and it considers that the person is valuing this as food and a person will not be allowed to take it on Pesach unless there's a, there's a severe need. However, the Ksav Sefer writes that's not true, that only when a person eats something that's not fit for eating can we consider it as if 
he's being achshave, he's valuing it as food, and therefore for him it has a status of food. When a person's taking a medication, he's not viewing this as food, he just wants to get those particles in his stomach or into his system to get the benefit. He's not treating it as a food, so therefore in medications as a whole there'd be no issue. That's the opinion of Xav Seifer. Now, that being said, when it comes to modern medications, where it's a pill or something like that, where a person just swallows whole, he's not even eating it, there, the Paiskim, Shem Zaman, and Ramesha, they all write that technically we should all be lenient, even the Shagas argue perhaps would agree that that would not be an issue, and they'd be not considered, it would not be considered valuing it as food and considering a chametz. Therefore, the opinion of the Chicago Rabbanus, the Aris, Rabbi First and Rabbi Zucker, when they wrote in their letter, is that any kind of tablet, any kind of non-chewable pill or medication, whether it has comments or not, is permitted to be swallowed. But vitamins and supplements are different. Vitamins and supplements are not considered like that. They're actually considered food, and those should not be taken unless there's a specific need. Um, those are a different category. But regular medications to come in a pill or a non-chewable form, we don't consider it a food, and a person can take it even without a great need, even if it has comments in it. That being said, the opinion of other college organizations, the Star K and uh, Rabbi Bess, is that ideally, if a person can avoid it, it's an easy option to avoid eating comments, even though technically it's not edible anymore, a person should avoid it, and that's why they have all these lists for like different versions of you know, for medic medications for headaches or, 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 or slight ailments to try to avoid taking medications that have comments in them, even though technically they're not edible. Okay. That being said, is all regards to pills or non-chewable medication. A liquid or a chewable medication that could have comments in it is an issue because there we can't say that's not fit for eating of a dog. It's clearly very edible. And that's where if it's a non-severe illness, if it's something that's just like a cold or something a person takes over the counter, there, a person really has to make sure it does not contain chametz. If it contains kidneys, it depends if a person is, you know, the status of the person, of how bad he's in that feeling, if he's, if he's falling into bed and he can't function, then the person's allowed to have kidneys, says the Mishabura. If a person is fine, he's just walking around, he just wants to take something to make himself feel a little better, then a person should not be eating kidneys. But again, if the kidneys is only a small portion, so that gets a little complicated. That's where you want to look at the lists or call me and I'm happy to go through it with you. But... Liquid and chewable medications is really where the conversation starts, and that's where a person has to be looking at those lists. Um, that is the general roundup. Again, if a person has any questions, feel free to reach out to me. I hope this was clear. Wishing everyone a chag kosher v'samech.